0: You're listening to The Parting Shot with H. Allen Scott. It feels like I just spoke with Jeff Probst about Survivor. Back before last season, Jeff and I chatted about this new era of the long-running competition reality series. And it's clear they're not slowing down because we've got a new season of Survivor Upon Us, season 46. And it's looking like a good one. I'm very, very excited about it. And of course... I'll be recapping the season all season long. So stick with newsweek.com for all of those recaps. And I'll also be having some players on the podcast and we'll be doing lots of things related to Survivor. So stick around for that. But to get ready for this season, I thought it would be a great idea to chat with kind of the official voice in the podcast space about Survivor, Rob Sesternino, who appeared on Survivor of the Amazon and Survivor All-Stars and hosts his crazy popular podcast, Rob has a podcast where he interviews players from Survivor. He reacts reacts to the latest episodes. And in my opinion, and I'm saying this is in my opinion, it is the official Survivor podcast. Now, it is not actually the official Survivor podcast because Jeff Probst does have this podcast called On Fire, which is fantastic, and you should listen to that one as well. But in my opinion, Rob's is the is the, the ultimate Survivor fan podcast. It is the one that everyone turns to. It is the one that leads the way. So I definitely encourage you to go listen to Rob has a podcast. And actually, you should listen to the latest episode because Rob chats with Jeff Probst about this new season and so much more. And there's something that Jeff says in his chat with Rob that actually sent the internet into a literal tizzy so you're going to want to stick around for my chat with rob to listen to that because (laughs) there are some opinions there are some opinions being said online about what jeff has to say and uh, you'll hear what i have to say what my opinion is but we also talked about survivor 46 and so much more so let's just get to it go on and grab a snack because i will be right back with rob Sesternino talking about survivor 46 So, Rob, we were just chatting a little briefly about this interview that you did with Jeff, which, you know, I mean, whenever anyone talks with Jeff, I've spoken with Jeff before, it causes like a little bit of like a, like, what's he saying now? And it definitely has kind of gone viral in its own little way, as it does with Jeff Probst. What? first off I need to ask you so it had been what maybe 10 years since that viral video of h- him being like do you not like me no that I- wasn't even that that was only uh, back in 2020
1: so oh, that was wh- oh, that, that, that long was a ago. long time yeah. ago oh no wow. that was re- that was more recent yeah <laughs> that was at the winners at war premiere and wow. yeah I was just talking to Jeff and uh, like I was talking to him all normal and then I like we started doing the interview on the red carpet and I like introduced him and then he said like uh, do, do you even like me at all and i i was really i was taken aback uh because why would he think i was that? you know why i i i think sometimes that jeff um and and maybe some people in survivor production kind of look at me and what i do as sort of like the face of the complainers on twitter <laughs> the people that are really yeah well complain about everything and i and i totally I can understand where that's coming. I'm not even saying that that uh, that that is wrong to think that, but that's also not who I am. Yeah, it's not what you do
0: at all. If if anyone listens, I, they know that, you know.
1: I, you know, I get people from from both sides of it. people who say that I'm, you know, just an apologist for Survivor. People think I work for Survivor and then uh, and, and then the people from Survivor sometimes think like all I do is complain. Yeah. So, it's very hard and I, it's probably a good sign that I'm doing my job the yeah, right way. It totally where is. I I I feel like that I'm in a place where I I can criticize the show when it's doing things that aren't working, but it's coming from a place of love, yeah. I, I would not want to harm Survivor in any way. Everything in my life that's good mm-hmm. has come in some way out of Survivor. I, I met my wife from having Survivor watch parties yep. at my house. My my family, my children, my career—it's <laughs> all because of Survivor. So, yeah. and that's really a, that why when when I had that uh, reaction from Jeff. Mm-hmm. I really was, you know, very uh, taken aback that he would think that I'm coming from a place where I I don't like
0: Survivor or Jeff. Yeah. Well, first off, I do want to say to that, like, that's why I think what you do is so interesting in that, you know, so often we reality shows have created, you know, these sort of everyday stars, basically people who are just regular people like you and me, who then suddenly become kind of celebrities. But they're still normal people. They still have normal jobs and normal lives and normal things. They're not out here living like you know, like Julia Roberts or something. So like there's there's a there's a normalcy to these celebrities that are just walking amongst us. And what's so great, I think, about what you do is that you're right. You have created this sweet spot where you can still be a recognizable participant of the Survivor universe and someone who is very applauded in that universe. But also be a normal person who reacts to the show like every other fan does and be critical of it or be supportive of it or be whatever you you've, you've sort of carved that nice little spot for yourself being able to do that. And not many reality stars can, they're very much like beholden to the show, you know?
1: well i i really do appreciate that and i've been a longtime commentator of the show i mean i've been involved with survivor since 2002 like as a as, as a person on the show and watching it from the very beginning so you know i i've seen like a entire generation of people come through this game and how people from all sorts of different eras of the show are interacting with this content so It's it's very fun, but it's also very interesting over the 24
0: year history of this thing. Yeah, definitely. I do want to talk a little bit about that later, but I need to know. So after that moment in 2020 with Jeff and then now with this moment with Jeff, does he does he think does does he know that you like him now? I th- I would hope
1: so. You know, I, I really just want you know Jeff to know, if, like one, like I appreciate everything that Survivor has ever given me, and you know, I, I don't agree with every decision that the show makes. Uh, that, but I but I felt like that when I had this opportunity to speak with Jeff, I I didn't think that I was going to change his mind about things. I, I did want to talk with him and explore why he feels the way he does about the show. And I thought we had a really very interesting conversation about where he's coming from.
0: Yeah. What's something from the conversation? I mean, I've listened to it. It was a great chat and I encourage everyone to go listen to it. But what was something from the chat that stood out to you? So the
1: one of the things that I thought was really important, I thought, was the way that Jeff talks about how much he continues to still love to do this and and make Survivor. And I had asked him about how, you know, where does that come from, where he just has like this, like endless energy to try to keep changing it and making it different? Where I think a lot of people in his position would just be sort of like all right let's do it again let's phone it in and then let me how fast can i get out of here and i get the sense from jeff that he really just like eats breathes lives the show and is always thinking about not only like uh this this show that he's making but how does it
0: impact the viewers and the audience and the families that watch the show yeah definitely well there's also there was a moment in the chat that the particularly viral moment of the chat where where jeff said that he isn't interested in casting or villains or like the, the villain edits that happens. And I wanted to get your reaction to that. I have my own reaction to that. And I think I'm sort of with the internet on this one, but like, what, what do you think about his comments about that?
1: Hey, I'm so glad that you uh, brought this up because that, in my mind, it didn't I did not have like the very jarring reaction that so many people had over the Internet. And, and that's really been the moment that people have reacted to uh, so much of like, what? Why doesn't Jeff want villains anymore on the show? And that really came from a question that I had asked about how Survivor in its infancy I think was probably uh, like what drew so many people to it what made it a phenomenon was that that there was an opportunity to explore what are these people willing to do on a deserted island to win a mm-hmm. million dollars and I do think that like depravity of human nature has been explored over the course of of the history of the show and and it's it's a super interesting thing to uh to look at and where, where I was coming from was that I feel like that Survivor in modern times has really evolved into an era of really positivity and sportsmanship. Whereas that in so many other areas of our modern day life, that sportsmanship and positivity is, is not there in many places uh, that we wish that we wish we could get a little bit more of that. So it's I just thought that that was an interesting shift. And Jeff talked about how the change really when Mark Burnett started the show was really about coming from a place of like, okay, let's try to like create that sort of like artificial conflict and get people going after each other. And so Jeff said and he said this, I think, in different ways also that he's not looking for villains. I do want to like just uh, maybe add a little bit to what Jeff was saying. In my mind, what Jeff is saying isn't that that they are not looking for people that, that might do villainous things on the show. I I challenge anybody uh, who heard that to not ask themselves, do you think that Jeff Probst wouldn't donate a major organ to not find the next Boston Rob yeah. or Parvati or Tyson or Tony or Sandra? All iconic villains from the shows. So I, I think what Jeff is saying is like, I'm not looking for cartoonish yes. people here to get attention for I'm you know I like I'm not here to make friends you know mm-hmm. that that person they can go to The Bachelor they can go to all these other reality shows that are just looking for cheap clicks and engagement for ooh I, I hate that person yeah I think what Survivor is looking for are three-dimensional characters that you understand their motivations. And even when somebody does something duplicitous, you understand why they did that. And it's not Mm -hmm. just that they're trying to
0: generate anger out of editing a person a certain way. Well, the show also has, I think the, the unique problem that other shows don't have that it's been on for so long. It's been on for, like you said, the 24 years that now when villains audition for the show they're being Sandra they're being Boston Rob they're trying to yeah. be the next whatever they're trying to be you they're trying to be all these other things they're acting like older survivor contestants yeah. and they're not being authentic which everyone knows reality television is is rooted in just being your authentic self and that's how i took what jeff was saying that like you know he's just looking for real people sure people might turn villainous out there or things might go yeah. a different direction but You can't cast the next Boston Rob because that's a once in a lifetime thing. You know, I'm not a spokesperson for the show. I think that if I was going to like
1: give any sort of advice on in terms of like how how Jeff should talk about that, I think he should say I'm not looking to cast inauthentic people on the show or we're not going for cheap conflict from people who are just there to get attention. We are looking for real people on survivor and since jeff has taken over the casting in the last couple of years i mean you've, you've seen like a real market shift in the types of people that they're looking to bring onto the show they're very interested in telling the stories of people they're very interested in in, in the why of people that i would say maybe maybe a little bit too much in terms of the struggles that people are trying to overcome i would love to see if survivor focused a little bit more on the strengths of the people of here's here's why I'm here. And here's what I'm good at. And this is why I'll win as opposed to everybody's motivation of this is what, you know, I'm doing it for these people. This is why I'm here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here uh, to show people I I can do this. I think that sometimes they lean a little bit too much into that, but Mm -hmm. That's what they want to tell. That's the story that they're interested in, in telling. And I think whether you agree or disagree with that, you know, I, I really just love that the person who is the president of Survivor, you know, at least cares so much about what they're doing mm-hmm. and is not phoning it in.
0: Yeah. Oh, completely. And also, too, I mean, I agree with you that I, I, I think there is a little too much kumbaya happening. You know, there's. I. Mm-hmm. That's the one product of this that I'm a little like okay. I know everyone has a story. I get it. We all heard that Kathy Lee Gifford song from the Today Show. Like, everyone does have a story. But I think of a contestant like Carolyn, for example, who she certainly wasn't a villain, but she was authentically herself in a way that was kind of kooky and out there and off the beaten path. And she reacted to players in a way that was very... She didn't go with the flow ever, ever. Mm. And I think that, to me, is the... Perfect example of a perfect survivor player in this new era in that like she's not trying to be a Sandra or a Rob or any of these things. She's just being herself and reacting in the way that a player would react out there. Someone like her would react.
1: Yeah, she's being herself. And I think that the show has taken a lot of feedback over the years where I think that the show also wants a person like Carolyn to feel like that they can come on the show they can be their authentic self and they could be happy with that. They that their story was trusted with producers who care enough to yes. tell it. I can tell you in when when I when I played Survivor uh, some years ago that the producers were not particularly interested in making sure like the players like were feeling good about the story that yeah. got told of, yeah. of them. So Survivor uh, really does care about the players who come through that process and you know that 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 is something that they, they really take the time to you know make sure that they are doing right by the people mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe even you know sometimes that they think too much about that and less about like uh you know how, how do we create uh more interesting game Mm -hmm. uh they really do care very much about getting the stories right of
0: these players that come through survivor definitely well i want to know what's something of this new era of the show that you think besides the 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 focus on the players has been sort of a good thing for the show a good change for the show because there's been a lot of changes since even when you were on
1: well i think that that's an interesting thing i i really would um you know the new era, and I got into this a little bit with with Jeff. Also, I think that um, the the new the new era. I think that it's it's been such a um a hard thing for for Survivor, where for the creators, I think it's been Such a great opportunity too that they, they feel like a rebirth. I, I sense where they feel like that the creative juices are really going where maybe sort of like, you know, any like long relationship that maybe they were feeling like, okay, things are a little stale. And now this new opportunity we have of this new era after a year off from COVID allowed them to, we're going to try everything we ever thought of trying before. And we're going to go in all these different directions, but. for so many of us and in our culture that we crave familiarity right now from our media. There's so many reboots and returns and and people from, Hey, remember this person from the eighties, they're back and they're doing this. And I think that so many people wanted when survivor to come back, Oh, finally my comfort food is back. I want, I'm ready to have more of like what I've binged all the seasons. I'm ready for more of the same and survivor came back. No, it's not more of the same it's new coke yeah it's different yeah and i think that there was a lot of whoa whoa why why is this new why is this new why is this new And and i really do feel like that now here we are like three years into this i think that we're starting to get to the point where okay they tried a lot of things some of them didn't fit. They ended up getting them out. Jeff is talking about, OK, I got to get back to being a little meaner at tribal council. I got to mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm going to do things like cut the bag of rice with the with the knife. And so I, I do think that there are a lot of uh, things that they have uh, found that are working in the new era. And I think that. The 26 day format does really lead to very fast paced gameplay in terms of like how the players are coming in. And I think that the players are coming in playing very aggressively. They don't want people just like sitting back and waiting for the end. Now it does make it a little bit more of a, I think that that injects a little bit of a randomness into the game that makes it a little bit harder to uh, follow Mm -hmm. at times. But I do think that everybody's coming in. Very hungry and very excited to play the 90 minute episodes that they did last season. I think has also been something that has been uh, really fun for us survivor fans to mm-hmm. see more of the camp life of what's going on. I-, I would prefer if they would have two tribes instead of three tribes, which they do seem to uh, be very entrenched into. I know that. I don't like
0: three tribes either.
1: I don't like three tribes either and I wonder if there's like uh like other like logistical reasons why they prefer, you know, uh covering smaller tribes but they feel of uh, like that it's
0: working and you know I think that it's going to be a part of the show for the foreseeable future. Yeah, wow. Yeah. No, also what for Survivor 46 which it does feel like Survivor 45 just happened which I guess it kind of technically did. I mean, it ended in December and we're only in yes. February now. So they are pumping them out real quick. What are you looking forward to for Survivor 46?
1: You know, I really I, I don't know a lot about uh, what's going to happen in Survivor 46. I, I'm uh, very familiar with the 18 players, and it seems like that this is a, a really fun group. It feels like that we're going to get a lot of Survivor right up at the start. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be two hours in week one and two hours in week 2 and and Jeff is uh, telling us that this is like a particularly vicious uh group which you know is is going to be interesting to see considering that like oh what well, what I thought we don't have villains anymore. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm excited to see, you know, how cutthroat uh, this
0: new group of players is going to play. Well, it's also one of the things that stood out to me in just looking at the cast is that you know, it's it always is kind of like this, but it seems more so this season that three fourths of the players are all under the age of 31, 31 or Mm -hmm. under. And so there's only a handful that are anywhere near over four. I think there's only one or two over 40. So, Mm -hmm. or three maybe, Uh, but there's not that many. And it, do you think having a younger cast changes the dynamics of, cause I find Players of different ages play Survivor in very different ways, which I find so compelling, which is why I like it mixed out and sort of different. But they're very young this season. Will that change the energy of the season, do you think? You know, I hadn't made that
1: uh, comparison to the previous seasons uh, in terms of like the the age demographic. I feel like the 30 is a really good sweet spot for Survivor players. I feel like that people who are in their early 20s, like I feel like that they haven't really discovered who they are. And then, uh, you know, the players like in their 40s, sometimes that they can be a little bit like frozen out in terms of like the social uh, conversations that that go on. So I feel like the players in their 30s are are you typically like where I would want to go for a winner pick that I think that the younger players that they do everything faster, you know, I think that the older players are probably more likely to be stable and stick to our Alliance that works. And then the younger players are the ones I feel like that tend to like bounce around and want to switch
0: up the alliances. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, are there any players that are just on first impressions that stand out to you this season? So I, I think that there's going to be some really fun players
1: uh, in this season uh, that, um, Heaven is somebody who's mm. been all over the promos. He yeah. looks like that he's going to be uh, a really fun character uh that uh, there's a character uh Ben who's like a rocker guy who looks like yeah, he's yeah with the overalls. Yeah. Right. He's going to be uh somebody who like is going to look like the, he's going to have some wild moments on the show but it, yeah. it's just it's so
0: hard to tell like before we get to see them in action well i also love there's something about uh what's her name kinsey who yes. she, the salon owner i believe and she seems like she seems like she's going to stir some things up there's something about her energy that i'm sort of like what where is she going to go with this and, and they're comparing her to carolyn too
1: Yes. Uh, she said that she she's um, like if uh, Carolyn and Marianne had yes. a baby, I think yes. uh, is what uh, she described herself. And so, you know, like I think that we see these very like colorful characters uh, come in, mm-hmm. in the new era of survivor and, you know, let's see, see how much that they can show off their personality. But at the same time that the more you show off your personality, the more likely that people are saying like, okay, well, they can't get to the end. Yeah. So it really ends up being very hard to prognosticate how this is all going to shake out because there's just
0: so many threats. Yeah. I mean, that is something that's an interesting thing is that like, oftentimes when I see a personality like, well, like Ben, for example, the old, I'm calling him the overalls guy, but like, mm-hmm. cause he does seem like such a colorful personality or even Kinsey that like it, there is this sort of sense of like, well, of course they can't make it far because they're too loud, you know, and anyone too loud is going to stand out and probably get sent home really quickly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I always then yeah. think as players then like, Okay, well, Soda's probably going to go to the end because you know she's 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 a little bit more reserved and can pulls the Sandra for example, where you mm-hmm. just, you be quiet until you need to get loud situation. And do you think there is? I mean, but then again, I go back to Carolyn and she's pretty loud and she made it all the way to the end. So like maybe that thinking is kind of backwards in this new era.
1: Yeah. So throughout most of the new era of survivor that the people that have gotten to the end and the people that have won have been the people that like we're not really worried about these people like these people they're they're all like have some kind of like camouflage where it's not the obvious threats yeah i wonder at some point where okay if all of the not obvious threats end up being the person who wins and i think that d is a bit of an exception uh from last season but they didn't see that season. Um, Does it ever turn back around where then, okay, do the obvious threats end up getting to the end because everybody's worried about, we got to take out all the people.
0: Watch out for this person. Watch out for this person. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, you bring up something interesting there that I always wonder about because this cast didn't see the survivor 45, correct? Yeah. Correct. So they saw 44, right? Or no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Do you think them not seeing the previous season, makes it more interesting for as a, of a season? Because I mean, clearly it makes it they can't be influenced by it. But like, what impact do you think it really actually has?
1: I don't know if it has too much of an impact. I mean, it's just the, the way that Survivor films that they end up shooting two seasons back to back. So the people that ended up Going to play in this season, they left right after Survivor 44 aired where Survivor 45 had already been shot so that we know things about the strategy and about the way that the game is like changed and moves that can be made. We know more than the players who are playing and sometimes in that even numbered season. Maybe it could be like a little bit frustrating. I'm like, wait, though, didn't they just see this
0: happen? Yeah. And the answer is no, they didn't. Yeah. That's so interesting. Well, I want to talk a little bit about Rob has a podcast because it's been on sure. for what? Over 10 years now. Yeah. We started in
1: 2010.
0: Uh, wow. So we just had our 14th anniversary earlier in February, 2010. I mean, that that's insane. Rob to have a podcast that long and it's doing better than ever. And it's, it's, and it covers not just survivor it covers a lot of different reality shows, but like survivor is the, the, the bread and butter, the big one, the everything, Mm -hmm. which it is for most reality shows. What, like, are you surprised it's been able, you've, you've been able to do it for this long and it attracts such a unique audience still? Certainly this is, such a
1: surprise to still be here because I feel like that the history of Survivor is that Survivor is always like a year or two away from ending. You know, I felt <laughs> yeah. like that when I started podcasting about Survivor during heroes versus villains, it's like, ah, too bad. I got in here right at the end. Uh Meanwhile, like we weren't even like halfway through Survivor history to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And you know, the thing about Survivor that's been like enduring and really like no matter what they do with it, people love the format people love this idea of you know i can be whoever i am in my real life but go out on this island and then go on this adventure of a lifetime and and, you know are always asking themselves like what would i do if i was out there and so i think that there is something about survivor that's magical and that connects people all around the world to the love of this format and its history and and talking about it so it's it's a great thing that has been able to bring so many people together And, and it's not just with Survivor, but Big Brother also has incredibly passionate fans, especially the people that watch the live feeds are very, very passionate mm-hmm. about talking about Big Brother. And so, all of these different reality TV formats, like always, just give us so much to talk about. And so, it's been so much fun to be able
0: to uh, connect with people and talk about them for so long on Robinson Podcast. Definitely. And you also do what I think is so great. I mean, popular podcasts often do live recordings, but you have like, Full on, you know, Rob has a podcast dedicated survivor events, essentially yes. watch parties, all these things. And they're huge. I mean, they get a huge crowd. So like what what are those likes and and are there any coming up for this new season that you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, we're going to be in Chicago for uh, May 8th uh, at the Athenaeum Theater. Uh, but it's just about sold out now at this point. Uh, but we have a great event you know it turns into sort of like a, just like a almost like a convention a festival of like people who come out who love survivor a lot of former players come out and we have a panel on stage we watch the episode and then it's just like a a really really fun event really great energy and survivor is fun when you watch it at home but when you watch it in a room with 800 people like cheering during the challenges and laughing at the jokes It's
0: just an experience like you've never had before with the show. Definitely. Well, Rob, thank you so much for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. It was so much fun.
1: Yeah, anytime. Uh, I really appreciate having the opportunity to talk about the uh, Jeff podcast where uh, I haven't really been able to
0: do that anywhere yet. So I appreciate that. I mean, I'm telling you, people need to go listen to it because it was a great chat and it's it's just the dynamics between... you, as a former player, and Jeff now, and like, and then you now with everything you're doing. It was just a really great chat. So, I, th- I think people should listen to it. Just like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like this one. Exactly. <laughs> and like I said before, go to Newsweek and subscribe to For the Culture newsletter and all of those things because I will be talking about Survivor all season long. I'll be recapping every single episode. It's going to be really, really fun. I'll be having players on the podcast. There's so much. Survivor about to happen in your lives. And if you're not a Survivor fan, I'm sorry, but we'll be doing other things as well. Trust me. On other days, we'll be doing the celebrity interviews like you've come to expect and all kinds of other fun things coming forward. So it's not just going to be about Survivor, but I'm going to have a lot of Survivor. For the latest news and podcast, head to newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the socials. And you can also follow me at H.L. Scott on everything. And like I said, subscribe to my newsletter for the culture. It comes out now three times a week. So you'll get lots of stuff from me and it's fun. It's all your entertainment news that you need. Come on. Everyone wants that. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day.